You're listening to Broken Hearted with Althea Branton. Join me for unscripted conversation about heartbreak in all its forms. Instead of getting over heartbreak, move through it. Face your pain and see what happens next. Welcome to Broken Hearted. I'm Althea Branton and I'm so glad you're here. Why does heartbreak hurt so bad? In fact, why does heartbreak hurt so badly? Or does it just hurt so bad? I mean, there is that grammatical error in there. So if there are people out there who are really grammatically keen, I'm just going to stick with why does it hurt so bad? Because it's more colloquial. Throwing out big words there. Why? Why is it? Why does it... Why does it evoke such pain? Why does, why does heartbreak want to make us crawl under a duvet and not come out for days? The short answer is, are you ready? It's a loss. Heartbreak is a loss. The end of a romantic or intimate relationship is a loss. It's change. Suddenly, the way that your life looked no longer looks that way anymore. It's completely different. Something was there and now it's not. It's a loss. And whenever there's a loss, there's change. And whenever there's change, there's discord. That discord is what evokes all of those feelings and emotions that seemingly are out of control and why you can't seem to cope when there is a heartbreak situation. It's a loss of good feelings, the feelings you had with your romantic or your intimate partner, the way that they made you feel, the times that you had together, the times that you shared, those are now gone. That connection that the two of you had, whether it was love at first sight or you met on a dating app. And if you can know how to swipe the right way, I have to commend you. Whether how, it doesn't matter how you met. The fact is, is there is a connection there and now it's gone. That sense of belonging that you didn't feel so single. You didn't feel like this unattached human being in this world. That there is no matter what happens when you go out into the world and do your thing, there is always that person that you could come home to and feel at home with. As humans, we have an innate desire to connect to another human being. So when a romantic or intimate relationship ends, then that connection is gone. And then we suddenly feel like, well, if I can't connect to that human being, maybe I can't connect to any other human being. So recognizing that heartbreak is a loss, that means it's okay to grieve. It's okay to grieve. Let that sink into your soul for just a second. It's perfectly fine to grieve a loss. It's perfectly fine to remember the good times. It's perfectly fine to experience everything that comes up with it. And I know you've heard me say this before, that I'm not subscribing to society's 
schedule when it comes to grief. That if a relationship, and I actually had someone tell me this the other day, they actually said to me that because their relationship was only two months long, that they shouldn't be grieving as long as it what if it would have been a five-year relationship. And I'm calling BS on that. Because no matter what, a loss is a loss. A lost connection, a lost contact, a lost way of life, it is a loss. Give yourself permission to grieve that loss. And however that grief shows up for you, whatever it is you need to do, whatever it is you need to feel, do it. Absolutely do it. It's time for us to stop subscribing to these societal norms and societal beliefs about grief and loss. It shows up for you how it shows up for you. Allow yourself to feel that pain. Allow yourself to go through it. Because you know what? I'll be perfectly honest with you. It sucks. It absolutely sucks. It sucks to wake up in the morning and only think of that person. It sucks that there are, you still have feelings for this person. It sucks knowing that this person doesn't want to be with you anymore. It sucks when you see them engaging on social media. It sucks when you run into them at the grocery store. It sucks when you've got the same group of friends, the same social circles. And now you're thinking, I've got to decide who's still going to be in my social circle, knowing that you're no longer a couple. It sucks. But I can tell you it's not forever. It is categorically not forever. I know it feels like it will be forever, but it's not forever. Heartbreak also hurts so bad because you feel as if the other person rejected you. And let's be real. Who enjoys rejection? And I know, and I, and if you're in the spiritual and personal development space, especially online as much as I am, you see tons of memes that say things like every, every no is just a yes, but it just means you keep going. Well, yes, sure. If you're trying to build a lemonade stand, if you're trying to pitch an angel investor to invest a hundred grand into your project, sure, go for it. Keep going. But when it comes to you, when it comes to your own emotions, your own persona, who you are, it's really, really easy for someone to start thinking that, okay, this person doesn't want me. And that's because I am worthless, I am not worthy, I am undeserving, I am ugly, I am, you name it, anything that you could possibly kind of fit into this blank space here that supposedly tears you down. Maybe you don't feel good enough to be with anybody, much less your own self. Maybe you feel ugly. Maybe you feel that 
you know in your heart that you showed this person all the love and kindness and shower them with all of your deliciousness in the world, but it still wasn't enough to keep them with you. So even though you feel rejected, that doesn't mean that all of your worth has gone out the window. It doesn't mean that you are no longer enough. You always were enough. And you're always going to be enough. And you're not ugly. There's no such thing. Beauty is literally, and I believe this saying, this cliche saying, that it is in the eye of the beholder. It is a preference. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. And that love that you showered to that other person, all that kindness, all that goodness, all that deliciousness, take that love back. Take it back for you. What would your life look like if all that love and, and kindness and goodness came back to you? I know it's hard to show up in the world as someone who is newly single. You might think that people are looking at you funny, like, oh, you may have a scarlet letter on your chest or something on your forehead that says, recently split from blah, blah, blah. And that can be really tough. Because feeling like you're, you've been rejected by someone else can easily spiral into thinking that you have been rejected by the entire planet, by all of existence. But I want you to consider something. Consider your entire life. Consider your health, your career, consider your relationships, consider for a second your own spiritual beliefs. Do you believe in a higher power? Do you attend church, mass, temple, what have you? Consider all of these things for just a second and then consider the end of your relationship. All those other things in your life are still there. The only thing that's different is the end of your relationship. Have you been rejected in your career? Have you been rejected in your health? Have you been rejected in your finances by other people, your friends, family? Chances are that rejection is only being felt in one aspect of your life. But I can totally see how that one rejection in that one aspect of your life can spiral into the other aspects of your life. So feeling rejected, again, also sucks. And it takes time. I'm not going to sit here and tell you some kind of magic formula or magic bullet solution that's going to make you feel better. Because to be perfectly honest, A, I don't have one. And B, I don't believe there is one. It is really about you. How do you want to feel? How do you want to show up in this world? But more importantly than that, ask yourself this question. Have you rejected you? 
is super easy to think because someone doesn't want you, meaning that nobody else will want you, including your own self. Heartbreak is a time for self-reflection. It's a time to look at who you are, how you relate to your own self. Give yourself this litmus test. Go look at yourself in the mirror. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you see yourself? Is it, do I have too many wrinkles? Is it, oh, I'm going a bit gray. I have a few wobbly bits. I should fix this about myself. I'm too fat. I'm too this. I'm too that. Is it loathing? Is it disgust? Is it appreciation? Is it admiration? That's your starting point. That's where you start to take a look at your own self. That is the starting point for self-reflection is looking at yourself in the mirror. But self-reflection also isn't just about looking at yourself in the mirror. It's really doing a deep dive into all things you. It's so easy in a heartbreak situation to get caught up in what the other party is thinking. Are they thinking about me? Are they as hurt as I am? Maybe I'm going to go out there and hurt them as much as I am. How are they doing? Maybe I should call them up and feed them. I just got to check in and make sure they're okay. If that's something you feel you need to do, you do you. Go ahead and do it. But I promise you, the more time you spend on you, the better you're going to feel. I also want to tell you all something. There's nothing wrong with you. All you need to do is feel. Feel everything. Everything that comes up. When you're experiencing a loss and when you're going through grief, there's no set way to do this. There's nothing you're supposed to feel. There's no benchmarks. There's no markers. For example, you should be feeling X by three months. You should be feeling Y by seven months down the road. Society may have those markers and those benchmarks, but I promise you, if you throw those out the window and just focus on what you need at your own pace, you'll start to see that the pain does eventually fade. There are lessons to be learned from every situation. And they're not always easy to find, and I know this firsthand. I have been through many situations where I have struggled to f knowing that there's a lesson in there, but for the love of everything good, green, and holy, I can't find it. Eventually I do. Takes a while. Sometimes it's not as obvious. Sometimes it comes in the form of a song, a movie I see, or something I see in the street. But the lesson always comes. And the lesson will come for you as well. Another reason why heartbreak hurts so bad is just it's disappointment. There is an expectation 
of a situation carrying on for a certain length of time and suddenly it's no longer there. And who wants to be disappointed? I mean, we've all had our parents say to us at some point, parents, teachers, whoever, persons of authority say to us at some point, I'm really disappointed in you. And sometimes just saying that actually hurts more than saying, I'm really mad at you. Because the disappointment just seems to be more profound. It just seems to be coming from a deeper place. But again, that disappointment comes back to loss. Heartbreak is loss. And after loss, it's perfectly okay to grieve. So if you're going through a heartbreak situation, what have you allowed yourself to do? What have you allowed yourself to feel? Are you hiding from your pain? Do you not want to accept, which is another reason for the record, that the relationship is over? So when you're going through a loss, when you're going through rejection, when you're going through disappointment, and when you're going through the fact that this, re this is a new reality and not coming to a place where you accept this as your new reality can also really suck. Because if you're not willing to accept this new reality, it will just be that much harder for you to move through it and be able to move forward. It's so critical to accept the truth of what is. If your partner no longer wants to be with you, you can't make that person be with you. You will have to accept that that's what is. It also works on the flip side. If you are the one to leave the relationship, which in effect is just as heartbreaking as the one who's is being the dumper as, or the dumpy, either way, they're, they're both quite hurtful and they both do suck. It's about accepting the truth of what actually is. So if you're the one who's leaving the relationship, and your partner says to you, please don't leave me. And you know in your heart, in your mind, in your body, in your soul that this is over. Go. Accept your truth. They will come to accept it in time. It is not up to you to walk their journey. Let me repeat that again. It is not up to you to walk another person's journey. It's not up to you to care for them. It's not up to you to look out for them. When you leave a relationship, leave it. Of course, circumstances are always different when there's children involved. You will need to evolve the relationship from a romantic one to a co-parenting one. 
that's maybe a subject for another podcast episode. I'm just saying. But what is really going to help you in your process is to accept what has happened. Accept that this is now a new way of your life. And can I tell you something else? It's kind of like if you go to a buffet and it's one of those massive buffets with, with hundreds and hundreds of different kinds of dishes from all over the world and you don't even know where to begin. You've got your plate in your hand, you have a fork and maybe a napkin and you're saying to yourself, self, where do I start? Where do you begin to make choices for yourself? What do you fill your life with now? What is your life going to look like now that this person is no longer in the picture? And sometimes even just facing this space, this newly created empty space, can be one of the most daunting things you'll ever face. And that's daunting because there's so much to choose from. There's so much possibility. Where do you go? Who do you spend your time with? What kind of person do you become? Who will you be? And a question that I know that's on most people's minds is, Will I ever find someone else again? And somewhere in this space that's before you, in this empty space, is answers to all of those questions. You will find new activities. You will find new targets, goals, dreams, purposes. There will be other people to share your time with. And in that space, there's also lessons. So yeah, oh my God, hella daunting to be able to look at the space and think, where do I go from here? Because there's that fear that you might not be making that right decision. So maybe in order to avoid air quotes, failure is to not make a decision at all. But then you're stuck. And who wants to be stuck? Not I, says the mother hen. I don't like being stuck. I'd rather keep moving. Heartbreak hurts because it's a loss. It hurts because it's rejection. It hurts because it's disappointment. It hurts because if you don't accept the truth of what is, you'll be skirting this line between hope and denial. Hope can carry you through. Denial will keep you stuck. I want you to know something. These feelings that I've been talking about that really suck, they're not forever. If you can honestly tell me that you will feel this way for the next 40 years, that props to you, I would love to see it happen but I'm willing to bet you 10 pennies. And here in Canada, pennies don't exist anymore, but I think I have a few kicking around. I'm willing to bet you 10 pennies that it will pass. 
because it always does. Pain, people, is not permanent. Think of pain as a cloud in the sky. Clouds are never forever. It's never 100% cloudy. doesn't matter where you live in the world. And even if you think it rains like 364 days of the year, there's still that one day where it doesn't. Clouds are not permanent. Clouds are fluid. They float, they come, they go. Sometimes they block the sun. Sometimes they rain. If you're like me, sometimes they bring snow, which is not always fun. But either way, the clouds always pass. And I know it's hard when that first few days of feeling like you've been hit in the chest with a sledgehammer, where you're crying uncontrollably, where you can't even lift your head up to face another day. Going through heartbreak is not a pleasant experience. I want you all to know that I'm not advocating that this is going to be a fun romp through the wildflowers riding on your rainbow farting unicorn. It's just not like that. Be compassionate with yourself. Be kind to yourself. You don't have to adhere to any standard. You don't have to conform to any kind of belief about how you should, air quotes, feel and what you should, air quotes, do. It's time that we start really looking at heartbreak as a fairly significant thing to happen to a person. There's a lot of talk about mental health, and it's usually not on a positive light. It's very easy for us to talk about health and wellness and advocate for drinking more green smoothies and doing the latest yoga, something, exercise, blah, 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 or other. But we rarely have conversations about actual mental wellness in a positive sense. Being able to face everything you're feeling head on takes an inordinate amount of courage. Being able to feel everything and actually allow yourself to feel everything takes hella strength. And I know it's in you. I know that strength is in you. You don't have to feel ashamed that you're single. I think being single has a bad rap, personally. Because the world thinks if you are single, then there's something wrong with you. But as I mentioned before, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Being in a relationship doesn't necessarily make you a better person. It just means you're in a relationship. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. It's just one aspect of your life. 
take a moment to consider the other aspects of your life. Are they as broken as you feel or as you think you are? It's so easy for others to call you broken. And I'm sure it's easy for yourself to call yourself broken, but you're not broken. You are a whole sentient human being as you are right now. And this is just an experience to go through. So heartbreak hurts because it's a loss. It's a loss of good feelings. It's a loss of connection. It's rejection. It's disappointment. And it's avoiding accepting the truth. But having said all that, it's an incredible opportunity for you to shape your life as you want it. It's an incredible opportunity for you to learn something about yourself, to reconnect yourself. Hell, date yourself. That's right. I said it. Go out, date yourself. Start a new hashtag trend. Hashtag, I'm dating myself. That will be your new relationship status. I want you to have that courage to stand at the buffet table of life and say, I want X, Y, and Z, and I'm going to go after it. I want you to see how powerful this experience can be for you. There are indeed lessons in this situation. There is something to be gained from this situation. And most of all, and I know you've been waiting to hear this this whole time, so I'm going to just put you out of your misery you will find someone else again. You will have those feelings again of connection and belonging. But the cool thing is, is because you will have taken the time to know yourself and you can take this journey with someone else or without, it's completely up to you. I want you to stand at the buffet table of life and have the courage to ask her what you want to know that it will be there. So I want to hear from you. Why do you think heartbreak hurts so bad? Go to AltheaBranton.com slash podcast and leave a comment under this episode. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify and subscribe, rate, and review Brokenhearted. In the meantime, I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Feel everything. Feel your pain and see what happens next. Take care. Broken Hearted is sponsored by Heart on Fire, a new kind of coaching experience. Start where you are with what you have. Begin to move past the pain. Go to bit.ly slash recover from heartbreak to book your free heartbreak recovery session today.